Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Pulse Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitchLess.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is May 12th. It is the birthday of my 101-year-old grandmother. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Uh, we had a lot of things go on yesterday, and some were really cool, and some were not. And some of them were not ones. Well, Tylord McGill. Yeah, 1.1 innings, 8 earned runs, 1 walk, just 1 strikeout, 54 pitches against the Nationals. This is a terrible line. This stuff was crushed in the middle of the plate. Uh, he really get, got in one of those moments where he, to throw a strike, he had to throw it down the middle, and if he tried to hit the edges, it would be a ball. I know what that's like. It happens to, at times. The velocity was still there, and I'm not really worried moving forward. I think this is just a bad day. It gets really, really heightened, uh, heightened right now. I mean, it's eight and runs. And I honestly thought after the first inning, he wouldn't come back out. But he did. Yeah, this wasn't good. We're going to move on. And we're not going to do anything with Tyler McGill. Do not drop him. Shane McClanahan got his aces going to ace label because he had a golden goal against the Angels. They even said that if he survived this one, he would get it. And not only did he survive, he thrived. Seven innings, zero and runs, three hits, one walk, and 11 strikeouts. It's pretty cool to see the four-seamer do well. 10 out of 37 whiffs. That's not supposed to be the pitch. It's supposed to be the sliders and the changeups and the and the curveballs. Really, the curveball, man. But the fastball doing it, that's pretty dang cool. Zach Logue, uh, went seven innings, zero runs, five and zero walks in six Ks. The thing is, he was more of a changeup guy, and I expected the changeup to do well, but the changeup didn't really do anything. This was the the breakers going eight for forty two whiffs with a thirty five percent CSW on his fastball. With seven whiffs on an eighty nine point eight mile per hour fastball. Kind of weird. Um, this was against the uh, the Tigers. Yeah, 34% CSW, 16 whiffs. I don't really think I buy this. He gets the Twins next. I wouldn't take the chance. I, it just seems so strange to me that this is working out. Um, Dylan Peters, no thank you. Ryan Popo. Uh, nope, Popo. Jesus. Uh, Pepio. Uh, I, he had this really nice whiff on a changeup that was 80 grade. And then he didn't have a single other whiff across 24 other changeups. Yeah. So, not really what you want to jump onto here. Three innings, zero runs, one hit. Five walks, three Ks against the Pirates. He does get the Diamondbacks next in a doubleheader. He got the nerves out of the way. You could imagine that he goes five plus here at 80 pitches or over and does much better. So, I'm just going to say in an NL-only league, if you need like a desperate stream, Papio could be his best self with that changeup than he was in his MLB debut. That's what I'm going to say there. He's not a pickup in 12-teamers. Let's see. We had the Royals do a bullpen game, and so did the Rangers on the other side. Miles Michaelis went against the Orioles. Seven innings, one run for its one walk and three strikeouts. It's fine. He's not really a five-strikeout man, okay? He's a a three-star man, not a five-star man. Uh, Yeah, you keep starting Michaelis. Everything's fine. He's essentially a Toby, and you guys know that. Sandy Alcantara did not look particularly sharp, uh, but he was able to get sliders for strikes. 14 out of 15 thrown were strikes. They weren't whiffs, but they were strikes. And they allowed him to go seven innings, one earned run, two hits, three walks, and six Ks. It's kind of funny. I remember watching this and going, mm, he doesn't have it. You know, it's not there. Yet he still produces this line. 
you know? And it kind of shows, at least to me, who he can be if he's able to actually start really harnessing his repertoire again, like we saw in, in August and September last year. So, hold on for that. It's going to be great. Thank you for being the Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks. And uh, Sandy Alcantara is not fixed yet. This isn't necessarily the beginning of his trends, as the slider really wasn't a whiff pitch either in this one. Chained up really did a lot of the heavy lifting, and that was really good. Shoei Otani was on the other side of Shane McClanahan, and it wasn't the uh, the Otani slider show that I wanted. I think too many um, too many heaters here above 50% usage. But a six innings, one run, two hits, two walks, and five Ks. So you're not upset about it. Every time that Otani starts, you let him fly. Alex Cobb went against the Rockies, and I saw some pushback, actually, from the list on Monday about why am I so high on Alex Cobb? Well, because he'll go 5.1 innings, one run, three hits, two walks, and six Ks against Rocky Road and get a win. Uh, his sinker command is great, and it's at 95 miles per hour. His splitter is here to stay, and he gets first pitch curveballs. I mean, it's there. It's good, and you should feel really good about Alex Cobb. Billy Falter survived, and I don't care. Uh, sorry. Uh, Jose Arquiti and uh, Chris Archer, their game got suspended. Uh, so, Arquiti was kind of normal and was really reliant on fastballs for those three innings. Nothing really to report there. Uh, Jameson Tyone went against the Jays. 5.1 innings, two and run, six hits, one walk, in four Ks. He's a Toby, and he survived the Jays twice. That's really good. I don't like the fact that his breakers are... He's going to have some bad days because those are going to hit, get into play and Babbitt will not be on his side. So, yeah, he's a Toby. He had four whiffs across 48 secondaries thrown. Keegan Thompson, we are not going to do this. One strike out of four innings, two friends. Like, nothing helped. <laughs> 4.5 ERA with a 175 whip and one strikeout. How am I going to butter my bread with this? Nathan Uvalde won 6.1 innings with three runs. Essentially a poor quality start with a near one whip of six hits and one walk and six strikeouts. 18 whiffs against Atlanta. That's good. So, yeah, don't be upset about the 300 runs. I know that's going to happen, but the, the, someone once said, I all pitchers are going to have 25% bad starts, 25% excellent starts. And it's about how those 50% starts in the middle go. If these are the 50% in the middle from Evaldi, that's fantastic. To have a 3.7 ERA at the end, you're going to have a lot of 4.5 ERAs. It's just about not having the 6 ERA games that bring down the 1 and zeros. Uh, Ian Anderson, 5.1 innings, 300 runs, 7 hits, 1 walk, and 4Ks opposite Eovaldi here. 13 whiffs, though, is pretty good. Look, I, I think that Ian Anderson is not nearly as bad as it was in the first two starts of the year. I think he's kind of a cherry bomb at this point. And I had a gut feeling in the offseason that Ian Anderson would figure out his command at some point this year. He hasn't gotten there yet, but he's it feels like he is taking steps forward. I don't know. It's just really frustrating watching Ian Anderson seeing all of these pitches below the zone and like just wasted. And uh yeah, he's he's kind of a cherry bomb these days. So if you want that on your team, by all means, I'm not gonna say like, oh no, you need to have Ian Anderson. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't. But he'll have some amazing starts and that will maybe bring us back in. We'll see what happens. Aaron Sanchez is pitching, and that's something else. So he outdueled Ty Lord, and it's silly. Merrill Kelly is who he is. Five innings, three hundred runs, seven hits, two walks, four Ks. He had a bad first. Um, really first two innings and they settled down. It was at 93-94 as opposed to 91-92 or whatever. But yeah, I mean, Merrill Kelly is more this guy than he is the one ERA that we've seen through the year. Get used to it. It's fine. You keep starting him. Adrian Hauser had his second straight start against the Reds and could not do it for the second straight start. So we move on. Logan Gilbert, five innings, four and runs, three is three walks and nine strikeouts. He went zero for 13 CSW on a slider. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting for those secondaries to show up. I do have a fear that Logan Gilbert uh, is not going to be that great. He's going to be good because the fastball is excellent. But the secondaries just have not been a thing yet. And I don't know when they will. So, yeah, he might be a sell high because of that. Um, Vladimir Gutierrez, no thank you. Chris Archer, as I talked about, he actually got pulled before the game got suspended. So, whatever. Um, Jose Barrios, the great undulator, is a great buy low. And you might say, Nick, come on, five earned runs and 5.1 innings. Yeah, but five hits and one walk. Like, he got really unfortunate with those runners coming in. Uh, the three-run shot from Glaber Torres. And then two runners got on and he got pulled from the game. Uh, and the bullpen messed him up. I honestly do believe Jose Brios is nothing different from previous years. He's not running on fumes. He's not all of a sudden getting, you know, just what is coming to him or anything like that. If you take tomorrow through the end of the year, Jose Brios is going to be exactly the guy that you thought he was. Okay? I mean, really, just think about that. Everything that has happened right now with Jose Brios, forget it. From this moment on through the rest of the year, I'm willing to bet, as of May 12th, that Jose Brios has a sub-4 ERA. Sub-4 ERA, a whip better than 125, <laughs> and has about a 25% strikeout rate. That I'm, I'm willing to wa- wager this with anybody. So, goodbye low. Go and do it. Um, Chad Cool, 4.2 innings, 5 earned runs, 7 hits, 3 walks, and 8 strikeouts against the Giants in Oracle Park. Unfortunately, the ratios weren't there, but he's still got 8 strikeouts because... You got the you got the slider still working. I guess the Giants in cores next time, so it's a worse situation. Doesn't feel like that should work. Ah, Nick Martinez, five earned runs, four innings, four hits, two walks, but eight strikeouts against the Cubs. Fifteen whiffs, thirty-two percent CSW. He had a really bad fourth inning. Man, I uh, I really hope he sticks in the rotation. I really think long term this works out. I uh, Blake Snell is returning next week. We don't know if he's going to get the next start. If it's going to be Gore or not. I still think the logical thing to do is to demote Gore and to keep Martinez, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, this certainly did not help things. Uh, it's kind of weird. He goes one and run in seven and last time, and then four innings of five and runs. Just made it like, could you just do like three or fewer? <laughs> um, Joey Wentz, no, thank you. Uh, and Spencer Watkins, no, thank you. Looking forward to today. It's a really, really short slate tale in eight games. Uh, and you have Dylan Season the auto start. Luis Garcia as a probable start. Zach Wheeler's coming back from the COVID IL and going against the Dodgers. That's up to you. It's a coin flip to me. Uh, I'm doing it in my league against Fast because I just need volume at this point. Uh, but I, yeah, I imagine the Phillies are going to limit him and the Dodgers are not a welcome return. So questionable start there. Josh Winder against Houston. Who I, It's a coin flip. JT Brubaker and James Caprillion would both be the stream pick of the day. I'm going with Brubaker against the Reds because it's the Reds. Um, but I... But James Capillian as well could be a streaming option after going seven strikeouts. Last start, Brubaker has that amazing slider. So both of those could work as Capillian gets the, the Tigers. Tyler Anderson is going against the Phillies, and he's a Toby. Don't overstep on Tyler Anderson. He's just a Toby. So it's the Phillies. It's coin flip. Jordan Hicks, is he going to throw enough against the Orioles and actually be good and worthwhile? Tywin Walker is a loss, and you're going to be back against the Nationals. And Luis Heal has strikeout ability. He didn't walk anybody in the most recent start, but it's the White Sox, so I don't know what's going to happen. I Connor, uh, you know, it's it could go either way here as the Yankees need needed to call someone up today. I uh, we'll see. I'm not really excited about it, but I recognize that this could work out for Luis Hill given his strikeout ability. And then do not start here is really easy with Connor Overton and and Juan Adon and Bo Brisky and 
Taylor Hearn and Keegan Aiken and John Heasley. Like, just just don't do any of this. Connor Overton, I guess, is the most exciting because it's the Pirates, but he'll have like three strikeouts and like 4.1 innings. Like, don't do this. Um, today is Thursday, and what we do on Thursday is we do look forward to the entire weekend ahead for sit start. And then Friday, of course, is two start pitchers. So I just went over Thursday. Um, going over Friday, uh, Corbin Burns, Max Scherzer, and Garrett Cole are all at the top there. Not in that order. Garrett Cole ahead of Scherzer. Gaussman, uh, Kershaw, Free, Lopez, Webb, and Darvish. All auto starts. Darvish is an auto start because he... It, the opponent doesn't matter against Atlanta. Who cares? He's a premium cherry bomb. He's going to be better. Uh, he's going to be... <laughs> More sweet than sour through the year. I can say sentences. And Logan Webb, he's not an SP1 anymore, but that's fine. He's going to go against the Cardinals, and he should be good. Probably starts here. Eduardo Rodriguez finally gets a comfortable start as he gets the Orioles. Uh, it's, he hasn't left the AL East. Uh, Framber Valdez against the Nationals should be fine. Sonny Gray against the Guardians. He's back as far as pitches go, and his secondaries weren't, but uh, it's fine. It's the Guardians. Michael Lorenzen would be the stream pick, but now he's up to 25% rostered. So there you go. He goes against Oakland, and I would start him there. And same with Tyler Molly at Pittsburgh. It's not at home, and it's at Pittsburgh. Start Tyler Molly. Questionable start. Oh, boy. Uh, Dean Dunning is the stream pick of the day against the Red Sox. He's had amazing command against really good offenses lately. So hopefully he can go one more game. Drew Rasmussen against the Jays. Uh, sure. Uh, Marco Gonzalez against the Mets, that could work. Zach Davies has had his best changeup. He goes against the Cubs. Aaron Savali could go 30% curveballs and cutters again, and I know it didn't work last time, but maybe he gets more out of it against the Twins. Jordan Lyles is a coin flip against the Tigers. Steven Matz could make it work against the Giants, and Vince Velasquez has earned a lot of whiffs lately, and he goes against the, the Yankees. Don't love it, but coin flip, I get it. Do not start tier. Uh, Josiah Gray, I think, isn't going to work out against the Astros. It's going to hurt too much with the ratios. Kyle Freeland is so saying that Royals maybe gets enough strikeouts, but it's in cores, and no thanks. And Dalton Jeffries, Nick Pavetta, Drew Smiley. Drew Smiley gets the Diamondbacks, but no. Uh, Mitch Keller against the Reds. I don't care. Uh, Kyle Gibson and Zach Granke. Kyle Gibson's hosting, are going to the Dodgers, and Granke is in cores. I mean, it just seems terrible to start those guys. I'm looking forward to this Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to be reading from the Probables Grid on Fangraphs. If you don't have that or you don't know about it, you should go to it. It's underneath roster resource. It's amazing. It's my favorite sit and start tool. As far as just seeing what the expected rotations are. And they're very quick updating it. So you should definitely be using it. Um, but I'm going to go day by day here. So Bruce Zimmerman against the Tigers. That is a questionable start. Um, Rich Hill against Texas. Ugh, bottom of questionable. Uh, Jordan Montgomery against the White Sox. As a lefty, still inside probable because of his singer CSW lately. Ryan Yarbrough against Toronto. No, thank you. Jenjin Rio on the other side. Possibly coming back. Still ill to me against the Rays. I'm going to say that is a no thank you. Uh, maybe the end of, of questionable start, but I don't want to do that. Uh, Dallas Keuchel against the Yankees. No, doesn't matter who. Uh, Shane Bieber, yes, against the Twins. Michael Pineda against the Orioles. I guess that's a questionable start. He's running on fumes. I really do mean that. He's just like hurling it. Like, ugh. Everything is like a forceful effort. Um, Carlos Hernandez inside of cores. No. Dylan Bundy against the Guardians. No. Jacob Rizzi against the Nationals. That is a questionable start. Jonathan Diaz and Patrick Sandoval, doubleheader for the Angels against Oakland. Diaz, no. Patrick Sandoval's auto start. Paul Blackburn against the Angels is a questionable series of Toby. Adam Aller, no thank you. George Kirby gets the Mets. I think that's a probable start. Um, you could argue it's questionable, but yeah, you, you just do a probable start if you have them. Have fun. Uh, good luck, and everyone will hate me after. Uh, Glenn Otto against the, the Red Sox is a no. 
Uh, Charlie Morton against the Padres is an auto start for me. Um, Trevor Rogers against the Brewers is a probable start. Maybe the end of it. Maybe top of questionable with how the Brewers are going. He just doesn't have his changeover slider yet. Uh, fastball still good. Chris Bassett against the Mariners, duh. Ranger Suarez against the Dodgers, absolutely not. Even though he did the, just well, like I'm, he did well recently. He's a Toby to me. Do not start. I uh, Eric Fetty, don't trust the Feds against the Astros. Justin Justin Steele. I always have to say once first and then do the thing. Uh, he goes against the Diamondbacks, but I still don't care. Luis Castillo against Pittsburgh is an auto start. Eric Lauer against Miami Marlins, auto start. Zach Thompson is not the worst thing you can go for on Saturday against the Reds. I'm not doing it, though. Do not start. Dakota Hudson against the Giants, bottom of questionable start. It's a coin flip. Zach Gallen against the Cubs, auto start. Herman Marquez, whatever you want to do. Um, Walker Bueller against the Phillies, auto start. Shamanaya against the Atlanta is a probable start. And Jacob Junis against the Cardinals, high of questionable start. Um, I think there's some sneaky value there if you need a summer stream. Uh, some summer stream? A weekend stream. It's not quite summer yet. Uh, in On Sunday, we have Tyler Wells against Detroit. Not the worst option. If you're looking for something desperate on Sunday, you can go with Tyler Wells. Maybe. I uh, Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. It's against the Tigers, who are not intimidating right now. Uh, so I, I'd say bottom of questionable. Maybe it could be top of do not start. We'll see how I feel on Saturday morning. Tyler Danish uh, looks like that is a opener for T- Tyler, no, Tanner Houck. Oh my God, Nick, I am losing it. Tanner Houck uh, on Sunday against the Rangers. And so maybe Tanner Houck is end of questionable because he'll be followed for. Eh, don't love it. Nestor Cortez has turned into auto start tier. How can you possibly say no to him? Ah, top of probable because it's the White Sox. It's the White Sox who are good against the lefties. Top of probable. I uh, you have Corey Kluber against the Jays. That is a do not start. Alec Manoa that is an auto start against the Rays. Michael Kopech against the the White Sox opposite Nestor Cortez will be improbable. He'll be below Nestor though. Tristan McKenzie is a probable against the Twins. Tarek Skubal is an auto against the Orioles. Daniel Lynch is in cores. That's unfortunate. No thank you. Joe Ryan despite his last start is an auto against the Guardians. Verlander is an auto against the Nationals. That's an auto for Nota Syndergaard against the Athletics. Frankie Montas against the Angels is in top of probable because he hasn't had a splitter his last two starts. Uh, Robbie Ray is an auto against the Mets. John Gray against the Red Sox. Looks like he's going to do it even though with a knee injury. We don't quite know yet. Um, but if he were to do that, I'd say he'd be top of questionable. Kyle Wright is an auto despite the last start against the Padres. You have Eliezer Hernandez against... The Brewers, that is a, a do not start as he could not handle the Diamondbacks. Carlos Carrasco against the Mariners, top of probable. Uh, yeah, I'd probably even say like end of auto at this point for Carlos Carrasco. You guys are starting him. Uh, and Aaron Nola against the Dodgers is top of probable. Uh, I even want to say auto start, but whatever. Uh, Patrick Corbin against the Astros, I uh, do not start. Cal Hendricks against the Diamondbacks, he is top of questionable. He's a cherry bomb. Uh, Hunter Green hosting, sorry, going into Pittsburgh, I guess is the bottom of questionable. Um, Brandon Woodruff is still in auto after last start against Miami. Jose Quintana against the Reds. Man. Uh, I want to say the bottom of questionable. Oh, man. Uh, Johan Aviedo. Oh, Aviedo's going. Oh, that's cool. Um, No, but I think he has some cool stuff to him. I'm really, really curious how that goes. That goes against the Giants. Don't start, but that is an interesting pitcher, guys. 
Uh, he is, Johan. Um, anyway, Humberto Castellanos uh, against the Cubs. No thanks. Even though he's done well last two starts against Miami, I don't want to do it. Austin Gomber is hosting the Royals, and this is not the worst desperate strikeout play. Uh, but I do not start because it's cores. Uh, Julio Arias, of course, you're starting. Joe Musgrove, of course, you're starting him. And Carlos Rodon, of course, you're starting him. It's kind of funny. Uh, last time, every time I do this, it's like Dodgers, Padres, Giants. Like every time, it's just like, yeah, just start them. <laughs> so rarely do I need to like make decisions with those guys. Um, but anyway, that's gonna do it for today. I hope this you find this helpful. Good luck this weekend. Get those wins. Thank you all so much for supporting us with PL Plus. If you don't have it, man, you just got a free podcast, I guess. But you should be supporting us. Everything that we do is going back into the site. Consider getting PL Plus if you don't. But yeah, thank you all for being here. Thanks so much for listening. That's going to do it for today. So my name is Nick Pollock, and may your babips below and your strikeouts high.